Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. However you're listening to the podcast, just go ahead and click on that uh, subscribe button and then make sure you share it with your friends. And if you're able, go ahead and give it a nice review. Today, we're going to talk about some uh, interesting um, perspectives on some parenting, including self-defense, like all that. And then uh, a 40-some-year-old guy sued his parents for porn. Eh, We'll get into that. But first, do yourself, your friends, a favor and grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauces. I love their hot sauces. I've told you before, my buddy Shad, he's hooked on Burns and McCoy hot sauce. He loves it. Uh, I know a lot of you are going out there and buying some Burns and McCoy. It's amazing stuff. You can get it at any of your local grocery stores here in the Front Range, or you can check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. But they also got amazing dressings. They got amazing mustards. Margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. Oh, I love Burns & McCoy. Burns & McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. Like I said, they're available at all grocery stores in the Front Range, or go ahead and check them out at BurnsAndMcCoy.com. So I had a, a, a very weird weekend. There's always those times when you have like younger kids. My kids are six and eight and you're like, what the fuck are we going to do? The kids are burnt out on going to the zoo. They're burnt out on going to the museum. We got memberships to those, so we don't mind going because it's essentially free now because we have already paid for it, you know, got our money's worth. So we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Well, let's go to the outdoor mall that's up the road. It's called The Orchard. And so we go there and I'm like, let's go walk around. That's literally what we're doing. Let's go fucking walk around. That's that's our excitement. But it was funny because we found this place called Selfie World. And you go in there and they have all these like little booths there where you can go in and take pictures. They're like photo shoot booths. And there's one where there's like a sofa that's shaped like lips and it above it in neon it says feelings and all this shit so naturally i'm wearing my the huff uncensored podcast t-shirt i'm like well guess what we're doing we're doing a the huff uncensored podcast photo shoot <laughs> so i got all these pictures of me one on the, uh, a lip sofa uh me in a bathtub which was very erotic <laughs> and what's funny is my my wife's taking the pictures of me and my wife's like, okay, bite, bite your finger, do this. Like she's like trying to really make me act seductive and stuff like that. And it was, it was fun. It was, it was great because I'm like looking around and I'm trying to be, you know, very cool and like, what would a model be like? And I'm like trying to look, you know, stone cold. Like uh, I'm a deep thinker, and you know, just really silly stuff. But we all want to be models. We think it's easy. And it's funny because there's a bunch of people in there. I've never even heard of this place. It's like Selfie World. And it's just funny because everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's trying to be, you know, they're doing the duck lips and like, "Mm, yeah, look at me. Ooh, I'm shocked. (gasps) What's going on? Hey. (laughs) That Ansel, he's so hot right now. (laughs) Like, it's just so, it's funny. There's... You know, I posted some on my social media 
of me with these like neon lights that you can change the color and I'm trying to be cool. It's funny because I'm doing I'm doing this. My wife's taking picture. They have even have these professional lights that you can bring around so it helps light everything perfectly and all this stuff. And I'm taking the pictures. I'm trying to be cool. I'm not smiling at all. I am just sex. That's what I am. And my wife's just taking pictures. And then, so what's funny is there's like people like staring at me like, oh yeah, he's good. Like, no, so dumb. But it was, it was fun. It was a lot of, it was one of those things where I had a lot more fun doing something like that than I would have ever imagined. And it makes me want to do it again between you and I. I should have had a professional photographer because my wife just does not know how to use that camera. I tell you what, amateur I'm not really kidding on that. You thought I was going to say just kidding, but I, I'm not. Okay? I'll tell you something that really bothers me. Maybe it doesn't bother you. Is when you have somebody take a picture of you or something for you, and they just do a shitty job. You're like, did you literally just put the camera? My wife's not that bad. I'm just joking. I am kind of joking on that. But, like, I've had people take, when I used to work at the radio station, it used to drive me nuts. Think artistically when you take a picture. Don't just fucking put up your camera or your cell phone and just quickly take a picture. Think about what the fuck you're shooting. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. Like, what is this? What? I, where's the focus of this? I don't know. You said take a picture, so I took a picture. Oh, my Lord. That just drives me nuts. I don't understand it. When you take a picture of something, take a second. Think about where you're shooting. Can you make it better? Probably. Oh, it's just a little pet peeve of mine. And I notice it. And like I said, when I worked at the radio station, there'd be times I'm like, why? Who took this picture? Awful. And then finally, uh, a guy named Johnny Hart was working there. And he has a nice camera. And he was on the same wavelength as, as me. And he would go... And he would take good pictures. And, and when you have a good camera and you have an idea of how to take good pictures, oh, my God, it's so much better. So much better. So he would get these good good angles and stuff like that. So it's just, it's funny. And it, it's, it pisses me off. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm going off too long on people that take shitty pictures. My neighbor, Rob, he takes good pictures. He's actually a good follow on Instagram. Oh, the pressure's on now, Rob. <laughs> you better start taking even better pictures now. But he he travels, and he'll go like to Peru on a motorcycle, and he'll take these cool pictures. He, you can tell he he puts a little bit of thought into these pictures, and you don't have to put a lot of thought. I'm just saying, put a little. Anyway, sorry, sorry, I went on too long. My apologies. But you're gonna start noticing that that now too. These dickheads that post pictures, shitty pictures on like Facebook and Instagram, you're like, that, that's not good enough. You probably could have zoomed, not even zoomed in, like you just hold the camera at a different angle. Have you seen these videos of people that like they trick it, they make it look like they're in the ocean, but they're actually like on a puddle, like a puddle in the street. And like, they're, it's all about perspective and taking time to put your camera in a good location. Anyway, again, sorry, went on too long. Anyway, so that was fun. If you get a chance to check out like a selfie world or something similar to that, it's very fun, very fun. The kids had a blast. My wife and I 
had a blast as well. And all these people in there, too, I was surprised how busy it was. They had a blast. Apparently, COVID's not real anymore because we were all just in there. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, this is weird. Anyway, yeah, as I, as I took off my shoes to get in the bathtub and look seductive, I looked delicious in that bathtub. Anyway, moving on to uh, teaching our kids to defend themselves. It was, and this popped up because there was that Jake Paul taking on a, who is it, Tyrone Woodley fight, former MMA guy taking on Jake Paul, who's an influencer. And Jake Paul's an okay fighter, but he's not really fighting people that have been boxing for a long time. Woodley's MMA, where you're, it's completely, you know, nothing's off the table. So now you're trying to restrict him to only punching. So it's it's a complete it's it's a lot more difficult than people realize. That being said, kudos to Jake Paul. He's he's doing well doing that. But it started making me think about my kids and how teaching them to defend themselves. And we we're wrestling a lot this weekend. I don't know if you guys do that with your kids, but my kids love to wrestle. They wrestle me, and they beat me up quite a bit. They're six and they're eight, and they're you know I, I just want them to. Um, to, to have some sort of idea of a scrap, not like we're start beating on each other. It's like wrestling and, you know, stuff like that. But it was funny because, like, last night, my daughter, right before bed, she's like, can we, can we fight? <laughs> can we fight, Dad? Like, oh, my God, you guys, we just fought for, like, an hour, like, just wrestling and stuff. I was like, fine, let's do it. Five minutes. You can you can fight me for five minutes. It's just it's kind of a weird conversation <laughs> when you think about it. But uh, and she just like you know she's she's pretty good at you know some jabs and everything like that. And you know I, you know I've taught her and her brother you know the proper way to hold your arms and how to move your hips and you know footwork and all that stuff. How to slip and all this stuff. How to properly throw a hook and all that stuff. You know. Just some kind of basics. And it's funny because she's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at it too. But her, she's six and she's this cute little, you know, thing. And so we're wrestling last night, mostly her. I'm just sitting there and she like just jumps on my back. And all of a sudden she's just choking me. And she has proper hand on arm. I can't, I can't, what is that? I, I don't know the terms for all the chokes and stuff like that. But anyway, she's like choking the shit out of me to the point where I'm like, I catch a glimpse of myself in her vanity mirror. And I'm like, this is how I die. Choked out by my six-year-old daughter. Oh, Lord, take me now. I'm like trying to get my hands to remove her. And she had such a grip. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> She won't, she won't let go. I was like, you need to let go. You need to let go. I can't breathe. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I am the devil. Oh, my God. My daughter's killing me. And, and finally, I get her off. And I'm, I look at her. I'm like, that was really good. If, if a bad guy ever gets a hold of you and you're able to do that, do that. But even harder. And it's, it's this weird moment where you're you're teaching your kids how to defend themselves and for the harsh reality of of life 
and you want them to be able to defend themselves, but you hope that they never have to be in that situation. It's really scary to think about. And that, I guess that's just the reality of a parent is you, you just hope that they never, you, you teach them something like that and you hope that they never have to use it. But like, you know, teaching them how to punch and I always tell them, I was like, if you're losing a fight, you know, this is what you do. This is what you grab. This is what you pull. This is what you try to rip off. You do anything and everything. And, and you know, trust me, they've, they've tried to do that. Not, I'm not talking about the genitals part. I teach them how to rip other things off t as well. <laughs> They're not allowed to do any of those to me, but I have caught my daughter trying to rip my throat out. She did that last night. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You save that for the bad guys. <laughs> Don't. Try to go MacGruber. If you ever seen the movie MacGruber, he does throat rips, and it's awesome. And uh, I'm like, don't don't be trying to throat rip me. I don't need that. Oh, thanks, Will Forte. Awesome. Got another throat rip in. Cool. Might go for the turkey. The turkey? Yeah, it's a bowling term for when you get three strikes in a row. And I applied that to throat rips. That's sick. Maybe. But if Rippin' Throats gets that warhead back, I'll suck as many dicks as I... Uh, rip as many throats as I have to. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> that's a that's an underappreciated movie. And the fact that he does throat rips, it just is awesome to me. He's all sad because he's like itching to get a throat rip in. Oh, anyway, that's my daughter. Wants to be a throat rip champion. But it's just interesting because I, I remember when I was a kid... You talk about bad guys and how they can just present themselves. And I remember one time I was walking home from school and my brother might have been homesick that day. And I don't know where my sister was. She might have gone to a different school at that point. But I'm walking home by myself. And all of a sudden this dude in this kind of greenish, tan, weird looking car pulls up alongside of me. And he's like, hey, kid, why don't you get in the car? I got whatever, he, some classic, you know, try to get in the car. I got candy. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And he's like, get in the car. I'm like, no. And I start walking a little faster. And all of a sudden, he just goes, get in the fucking car. Get in the goddamn car. And then he, like, kind of swerves over. And I just, like, book it as fast as I could. Now, I'll tell you one thing. When I was a kid, I was fast. Not fast anymore because my body is just jacked up and all that stuff but i booked it it scared the shit out of me like this is a after school special you know get in the car and next thing you know my head's on a stick and so it scared the shit out of me and i remember running home scared to death never saw that car again and i don't know if my mom or whoever called the police or not i don't remember if i even told them but it's super scary and i've told that story to my kids i'm like there's these people that are horrible people out there. And, you know, part of my kids, you know, they, they don't officially get it sometimes. And it's like, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just punch them in the face and punch a hole in their face. I'm like, that's not, that's not, it's cute. It's adorable, but that's not truth. And it's sad and it's a scary reality that's been going on for ages. It's not anything new, but the idea of teaching my kids to defend themselves is a little bit controversial to some people. A lot of people don't think you should be teaching your kids to fight. And I think you should. In fact, I don't even think you should. It's 
a fact. You got to teach your kids how to defend themselves. And I think it's wrong if you don't, because reality is going to bite back fast and hard. And it sucks. And I'm not say, saying it's going to always be an adult situation where they're coming after your kid. I'm just saying on the playground, you don't want your kid just getting the snot kicked out of him because he has no fucking clue. I was in second grade. I remember this kid named Aaron was going around running his mouth saying that we were BFFs. Son of a bitch. It's stupid. It's classic second grade fight. And I remember he was going around saying that, and it made me mad because I didn't like him. But he was saying that we were friends because I was uh, nice to him. So all of a sudden, we're best friends. And eventually, it got to the point where all the people around us were, you know, because I was upset that he was saying that we were friends. He was upset now, now that I was saying that I was upset about him wanting to be friends or saying we were friends next thing you know everybody around us is like well you guys should fight after school i'm like yeah let's do it and then he's like yeah let's do it i know karate i'm gonna yeah karate we'll get into karate here in a second so he's running his mouth saying like he knows all these moves and all this shit and i'm like fuck i don't know how to i don't know a crane kick or whatever my brothers taught me how to punch. Uh, so we'll see what happens. So everybody scatters afterwards. Next thing I know, it's just him and I on the playground. Everybody else went on the bus or their parents picked them up. And I'm like, fuck, uh, okay, it's just him and I. You don't have a crowd supporting you in one way or the other. And then so he jumps up on this park bench. And I'm sure he said some things like, I know karate, and I'm going to kick you in the face. So he tries to kick me in the face. I move because it's second grade. He wasn't very good. And then I just popped him in the nose, just like one punch. Cracked him like good, like a good solid punch. And blood everywhere. He's bleeding and crying. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I killed him. I killed him, man. Damn these, damn these fists. So I just ran, and thankfully I lived like, I want to say 10 blocks away, which really isn't that far. So I just ran up the street as far, you know, as long as I could. I, I'm probably crying at the time as I'm running because I, I, I'm upset that, that this happened and all this stuff. I get home and I'm crying, and my mom's like, well, bitch, why are you crying? <laughs> That's not how she talks, but... Honey, what happened? Why are you crying? And I'm like, I got in a fight with a kid. Oh, my God. Oh, my poor baby. Well, did you stop the fight? I'm like, no, I didn't start the fight. He tried to kick me in the head. Okay, okay, honey. Did you at least finish the fight? I did finish the fight, Mom. I punched him in the nose. Well, Good. Good for you, honey. Maybe we could go outside and you can eat an ice cream cone. That'd be good, Mom. Okay, quit being a pussy and get back. <laughs> go go get an ice cream cone, you little pussy. <laughs> That's not how the conversation went at all, really. It was just, 
Did you start the fight? No. Did you finish the fight? Yes. Okay, good. But thankfully, I was able to defend myself. Otherwise, I would have gotten the snot kicked out of me. And I don't want to see that happen to my kids. But I also don't want my kids to go around being a bully. And all going back to karate, all the kids I, growing up, and maybe this has changed, but all the kids I knew growing up that were in karate, and there was a lot of kids that were in karate, they ran their mouths the most. And they constantly were talking shit to everybody, saying how they could kick anybody's butt. And what's funny is they always seem to get their ass kicked. I do remember in high school, seeing a high school fight that was just badass. There was a cemetery across the street in uh, this, who was it? This jock goes over there and he's like, I'm going to go. No, it wasn't a jock. It was like two goth guys. That's what it was. One goth guy was just like, I'm angry at the world. I'm going to fight you. The other goth guy is like, apparently his family invested in him learning self-defense because they're fighting in the middle of this cemetery across the street from Broomfield High School. And the one guy is just like keeping his arms down because he's trying to look cool and be like, I'm just going to, you know, pop you in the nose and it's going to be over and it's going to look glorious. Like he's just living in a fantasy world. He has no idea how to defend himself. The other guy's like, like, you know, he's kind of bouncing around. His arms are up. And you can tell, I'm like, as soon as they got into a situation where they they were squaring each other up and they were going to fight, I'm like, fuck, that guy's going to win. Because he is holding, like, I, I was in high school and I knew that I was like, the big difference, big difference. The guy with his arms down, I was like, it's going to take too long for your arms to get up and make contact. He's going to have an idea of where you're coming from very quickly. The other guy, he was ready to fight. He looked like he was a kickboxer. And guess what the fuck happened? The kickboxer guy beat the shit out of the other guy. Oh, it was awesome, though. It was a really cool fight. But anyway, I, you know, I felt bad for the other guy because he just got his ass kicked. And, and I also think about, like, what if that was my kid? He, if he doesn't know how to defend himself. You know, I have my heavy bag. I, like I said, I teach my kids, you know, footwork and, you know, how to, you know, throw a hook and how to jab and combinations and all this stuff and you know anything and everything and then you know ground and pound how you know a lot of fights are going to end up on the ground got to know how to take care of it because it's not always going to be stand up which is a big concern with a lot of people that try to teach their kids how to fight they only teach up standing up it's like fights are going to go on to the ground it's almost a guarantee but it's a really mixed bag because there's a lot of people that are like your kids just teach them to walk away. Be the bigger person. And that's fine. At a certain age bracket, that's fine. But eventually your kids are going to have to learn to defend themselves. And like, you know, I, I had a kid putting his hands on my son last year and my son was afraid to hurt him. Because I was like, well, if he puts his hands on you, you remove them. And I don't care what you have to do. And he's like, I don't want to get in trouble and I don't want to hurt him. Like, But if he's hurting you, you can't let that go on. And it's just a, a weird thing. And obviously there's different mentalities in kids. And it's I'm really torn on this at times because I don't want to turn my kid into this 
YouTube sensation where they're just like destroying a, you know, a tree in the backyard because all they do is learn to fight. I see that video of that girl in like Russia and she's just like destroying these trees in the forest with her bare hands. It's like, good for her. Don't fuck with her. But then it's like, I'm kind of rambling at, at this point on, on this, but it's just, it, it, it's such a double-edged sword. I want to teach my kids how to defend themselves, but I also don't want them to go around bullying other people. And you hope that that point gets across to your kids. Don't be a bully. Don't go around just, you know, trying to pick fights and bragging about how you can, you know, break a piece of wood. I don't know. It, it's it's really weird. I want to get my kids into jiu-jitsu or taekwondo. But I also don't want to do it too soon. I really want to get them into something where they can defend themselves. Because I don't want to put them... I don't want them to be in a situation where they're just like, Fuck, I just don't know how to defend myself. And especially for my daughter, being a young woman. Let's be honest. Guys are assholes. Guys are fucking disgusting. I need to make sure she knows how to you know, beat the shit out of them when they cross a line. Same thing with my son. Like, if, if somebody crosses a line, I need to make sure that he knows how to protect himself and protect others, you know, if they need to. It's just a weird thing as a parent. I don't like thinking about it. It's, it makes me sad to think about my kids fighting because I don't want them to. But I know that they need to know how to do it. We live in a fucked up world. They need to know how to fight. Let me know your thoughts on that. You can hit me up on social media, at DeHuff on Twitter or at DeHuff Podcast. Either one works on Twitter. You can also send me an email, DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. All right, we're gonna, coming up, we're going to talk about a, a kid that's suing his parents for something very weird. Getting into that here in a second. But first, do you like the grill? We love it here. I have some chicken that's been marinating for a day and a half. I cannot wait to throw that on the grill tonight. It's going to be amazing. I make my own marinades. Yeah, I'm bragging. But anyway, we're all about propane here at the DeHuff house. And guess what? Cinch, they do home delivery for propane. It's awesome. They come to your house, pick up your used tank, and leave a fresh tank at your location, wherever you select. Whether it's your driveway, doorstep, or porch. Super easy. When I did it, I just had them do it on my porch. Awesome. New Cinch customers right now get their first tank exchange for just $10 when you use the promo code MILEHIGH at checkout. Just go to cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com, enter your zip code, order your tank, select a delivery date, use the promo code MILEHIGH, that's all one word, then set your used tanks out for exchange. Super easy. Again, check them out at cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com, don't forget to use that promo code MILEHIGH, all one word, at checkout. All right, so this is it's continuing on the theme of parenting. A Michigan, and sometimes doing the what's right for your kid, no matter what. Michigan parents owe their son over $30,000 for tossing out his prized porn collection. Oh, you heard me right. The 43-year-old son was going through a divorce, 43 years old. And he lived with his parents for 10 months while he figured out his shit. And then he eventually moved on 
to his own place. Then he realized at his new place that he was really hankering for some porn, the old school stuff, the classy stuff. And he realized it was missing. Calls his parents and he realizes the dad threw it away. So he takes him to court because he says it's so valuable. The court had to determine the value of his porn based on what the guy remembered he had. Maybe he had pictures of himself whacking it to a certain kind. I don't know. Maybe he had receipts. I don't know. It's just mind-blowing. First of all, who pays for porn anymore? I actually do know somebody that pays for porn, and he listens to this podcast. You disgusting son of a bitch, you. So weird. He's like, I don't need the grainy stuff. I need the good stuff. Quality. You know, 4K. (laughs) Okay. You're really into this, I guess. I, I imagine he's somebody that lights candles as he's getting ready to explore himself. Sets on some uh, Teddy Pentagrass, some incense, some candles. Start playing. Anyway, so I just thought it was just interesting because this guy's 43 years old. His parents helped him out a big time by letting him stay at the house for 10 months while he figured out his shit and found a new place to live. 10 months. They threw away his porn because he's 43 years old. Gee, I wonder why you got divorced because you have a fucking $30,000 porn collection. Whoa. His dad in an email says, I I did you a favor by throwing that stuff away. And he's right. There's too many people that are obsessed with porn. And the fact that he, his, his dad threw it away He's just trying to help his kid. Like, dude, your life's in the shitter. You just divorced your wife. You're 43 years old. You have a porn collection. And the fact that he took his parents to court and won because they threw away his porn collection is absurd. I think the judge totally fucked up on this. So not only do they have to pay him $30,000 for the the porn collection they also have to pay for the lawyer fees too for the kit as well as their own so it's like $15,000 additionally so right around $45,000 these parents have to pay because their shitty son who's 43 years old is obsessed with pornography what the fuck I side with the parents on this one. And guess what? If it's thirty if it's worth thirty thousand dollars, put it in a better location. Make sure that nobody can find it. Okay? He it's in my mind, it's his fault. Now that being said, uh uh I did some research on some possible uh porn movie names uh, that may have been in his collection. So let's go over those real quick, because uh, this is very important to help with the story. Uh, I don't have an open for this. What would be the open for this? Porn names. Mio Mayo. I don't know what Mio Mayo means, but wow. Anyway. <laughs> All right, possible names in the, the movie collection from this 43-year-old sad person. A few hard men. 
Grinding Nemo. Sleeping Booty. That's a good one. That's a good one. Everyone I Did Last Summer. <laughs> King Dong. Whore of the Rings. The Slutty Professor. That's a good I like that one. I've never seen it. Forest Hump. Game of Bones, Goodwill Humping, and my personal favorite, Hori Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. <laughs> uh, again, who the hell pays for porn? God, it's so weird. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's wrap things up. All right, so in my mind, it's just... Teach your kids to defend themselves. They need to know. They do need to know. And also, uh, if your kid has a porn collection, throw it away. Yes, yes, you may have to pay for it because we live in a twisted world. But come on, man. You're doing a favor, man. If I'm curious if that's part of the reason why that guy got divorced because he's obsessed with porn. Fucking $30,000. $30,000 worth of porn. Stupid. Stupid. And he pays for it. Fucking idiot. He deserves to be divorced. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but yes. Yes. I shouldn't, but it's true. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share it. And if you're able, please give it a review. Thanks so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. And thanks to cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com. Make sure you use that promo code MILEHIGH, all one word at checkout, and you can get that first tank exchange for only $10. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time. Let's move forward. <laughs>